Welcome to the Ether. Today is Monday, November 14th, 2022. Today on the Ether, the Kajira community call number six, discussing the calc launch, bow, and more. Hosted by Zulian. Let's take a listen. Welcome, everyone. We'll just uh, let people start hopping in. I think we're waiting for, not sure if Dove is joining with the main Kujira account or just with his account. Um, yeah, lots of people hopping in, so I'll give everyone a minute to get settled. Um, Calc, are you guys joining with any other account? Anyone I should look out for to invite? Yeah, I think one or two might join in a second. Uh, they said they're jumping on, so I think Fluffy Donkey um, will be one to add. Sounds good. Um, yeah, I'll look for them once they're on. Yeah, just give everyone a minute to get settled. Terra Spaces is here. Thanks, Finn. Um, yeah, just let everyone get on. Um, let's see. Is uh, James with you guys, Calc? Yeah, you can let him on. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon. We get a banger today. Yeah, super exciting. We're looking, we're very much looking forward to it. Yeah, this is going to be a, a fun one. A very fun one. I hear you guys have a lot of alpha. You're going to tell us everything that is happening. Um, so exciting it's also independence day so maybe dove wants to open some wine live on the spaces again <laughs> can't catch me this time i've had my pee i've poured my wine i'm <laughs> i'm ready to go guys but yeah no super exciting <laughs> oh man i was definitely hoping for more but all right you never um, know the, the the night is young <laughs> to be fair <laughs> Fair enough. It's night for you guys already. It's uh, yeah. really so confusing. It's still 1 p.m. here. I'm uh, getting started still with the workday and such. So, uh, who's uh, Tommy Rex? Is he with Calc? Is he with anyone? Yeah, he's with he's with Calc as well. He's the numbers guy. He's put putting in all the work for the DCA plus and has some super exciting things. So he can jump on and and chat about that and the machine learning algorithms, etc. Beautiful. You guys brought everyone out. That's lovely to see. Um, yeah, super excited for this. Um, so I think most most people are out. We can do one last uh, shout out in the Discord and the Telegrams just to let people hop on and then uh, we can get things going. Another great video by Cast. I watched that this morning. Well done, boys. And Calc, that was a, it was a fun one. I think the Cast put all the work into that, especially the editing. But uh, always quality opening, as per usual, from the KujiCast YouTube videos. Yeah, their openings are good. I still think 007 is my favorite, but this one today was pretty good, too. But 007, uh, I, still, it's, I still laugh about it. Oh, yeah, man, the way- those guys, sorry. 
No, no, I was just going to chime in, but yeah, man, the, it's brilliant, man. I mean, maybe it doesn't, I don't know how it uh, translates across the pond, but man, that, <laughs> the humor that those guys bring is fantastic. Yeah. Anyway, off you go, Fab. Yeah, actually, before we even get into it, I was wondering if the Coochie cast, do, you, does it, do either of you have an acting background or a writing background? I think they both do. Or they have a bright future in it. I feel like they're more like a like a Ricky Gervais, right? Like a like definitely never had any acting background, definitely no comedy background, and then are just nailing it like head on. Um yeah, I, I think we're witnessing um, Academy Award winners in the making, to be fair. Yeah, I think our biggest fear is them getting too big and like real production crew coming in and telling them what to do and directing them. We don't want any of that. Stay where you're at. Agree. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll stick to that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, get paid, but stick to your roots. Yeah, can't, can't let the roots go. That'd be, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, you guys are amazing. Yeah, definitely big well love for the Coogee Crest crew. All right, should we uh, kick Sweet. this thing off? Yeah, yeah. I Let's think kick that. it off. Most people are here. I see Hans also hopped in. Um, Slime Dog's here as well. Yeah, we got everyone here. So, Calc, uh, you guys have been building for a while. I forget if yours was the first um, proposal or was it the second after local, but you guys definitely... We're early to hop on and build on Kajiro. Tell us uh, what motivated you, why, like, go straight into it, and then, you know, drop the alpha. When, when's it going live? I, I hear soon, sooner than many might think. So please tell us. Uh, pick it up. Uh, yeah, fantastic. So, I mean, I think it's, you know, we get this question quite a lot, and um, what motivates us to build on Kajiro? And to be honest, the answer is quite simple. You know, I think from the origin story of, you know, where the Kelk team came from off the back of the Terra collapse, we were very much also affected. And, you know, Kelk, short for calculated, is in fact a tool um, for people to take those same lessons that we learned um, without having to go through the same experience. So things around, you know, poor risk management or being emotional about invest investing decisions, um, et cetera. So essentially, we're a suite of tools for um, intelligent on-chain automation and long to midterm investing and profit taking. But essentially, you know, coming from that same origin story, you know, it really highlighted the need for this idea, you know, we didn't want just Ponzi-nomic gains or these quick pumps or, you know, this fake money floating back and forth. Um, and that sort of grown-up DeFi mantra that the, the Kajira team pioneered really resonated with us um, very strongly. So from a sustainability perspective, a grown-up DeFi perspective, and this idea that, you know, DeFi can be more than just, you know, a quick pump where some early insiders get get well off and then you know a few people get burnt and that's just the game of life um so we said you know can we challenge ourselves to build a tool that will be around for for a long time and you know i say this often if you can't build a long long-term investment tool if you're only going to be around for a few months so on top of that you know the kajira team i've got quite a, a good reputation for shipping high quality work uh from the tech side extremely talented um and just from a you know a support side they've been fantastic i mean you know, a really great a great bunch of people on top of that, uh, which I find can be rare to find in DeFi. Uh, and then, of course, you know, the Kajira community, 
sharing that same ethos and, you know, about doing the right thing. I think, you know, that made our decisions extremely easy uh, to move over to Kajira. That's awesome, Fab. Um, so I'm actually doing a talk later at a university. And um, if you can do the work for me right now, how would you kind of represent or mention what the Kujira ethos is? And then I'll just take notes from you. <laughs> Wonderful question. Um, so we actually posted the Kelk, um, our version, sort of the Kelk run of DeFi manifesto, which, you know, we feel is important as a kind of a commitment to the community, because in the end of the day, Kelk is community owned. Um, we'd be nothing without the community and, you know, the community is heavy and heavily involved in the building and the ideation and in every asset of it. Um, so we published last night, actually, when we announced our, um, our go live date, um, six sort of principles that we promise as a, as a protocol to, uh, live by to the community. Um, I guess we can just touch on them right now, but the first one is around doing right by users and the community. So essentially that's putting the community's best interests first as a community. It's the heart of Calc. Uh, two, sustainability over hype. So Kelk will always choose a sustainable option, even though it's really the most exciting one. And, you know, this is really about us challenging to to try to be around for a long time. You know, we're not um, a quick, you know, quick pump and dump. And then, you know, some people exit through the back door. We're, we're really here to to be around for a really long time. Three is always be open to discussion, leave egos behind. You know, we appreciate and respect everyone's opinions, even if we might disagree with it, we will all, always listen, always have those robust discussions because, you know, the differing opinions ensure that as a group, we get to the best outcome. Um, and then four, work with others to that share our vision. So anyone that's on the growing up DeFi train, anyone that wants to actually change and, and push the boundaries of what DeFi can be, you know, we're 100% building to the same future. So we're happy to do it together. You know, Peter Thiel talks about competition is for losers. Um, you know, if we're all getting to the same place, we'll be much better off you know, working not against each other in Web3 or the DeFi space, but with each other uh, to push DeFi forward, uh, especially considered to some traditional or legacy systems that's in place at the moment. Five, around being transparent. You know, it's we solve problems much faster and more efficiently when we're open and honest. Um, and, you know, that's what DeFi is really about, you know, permissionless and everything being on chain. It should be readable and we'll communicate everything that comes up. Um, and then the last one's around delivering top quality work. Now, we want to strive to push the industry standard forward, not settle for average or forego security. Um, so it's everything we've tried to do is kind of set us up both from a technical perspective, um, but then also from a user experience perspective, from a front end perspective. Um, so I think, you know, knock on some wood, but the feedback we've had from Testnet so far has been fantastic. Uh, we had everyone to do a survey at the end of it. It's rated 9.1 out of 10, um, which is super positive. Yesterday, the team spent a bunch of time um, cleaning up the front end today, we've got a, bit, a bunch of time cleaning up the front end, just adding in the lot of animations, et cetera. So um, I won't say if you'll be impressed or not, I'll just say, come check out Calc and, and make the decision for yourself. But yeah, that's sort of the six points that it's, you know, the Calc promise to the community that, you know, these are what we're going to embody. This is going to go into our decision-making into the future. Um, and yeah, any questions on that or any comments? No, oh, sweet. I think it's also on PBR. Do take it away. You like. Uh drilling down on these things now i just you know i come up with random questions um i'm curious how you this group of your guys you know you got together and uh decided to build such a thing was it like looking at judging by fluff's uh profile pick was he always you know buying the quote-unquote dip and then you guys are like no 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 you gotta slow it down like how, what what brought you all together 
I just that's funny because that's it wasn't because I was the the team knew that I was always buying the top and selling the bottom, but I definitely was doing that all the time. Yeah, our, our history actually, um, we actually we all knew each other quite well. Uh, we've actually done a few projects together in the Web two space. I think the first project might have been around nine or ten years ago. I think um, Aiden and I, believe it or not, we built a, a uh, it's just a Web2 small project, but essentially it was a Facebook chatbot that would predict and forecast the surf in your local area. Um, so you can get sort of real-time updates of what spots might be good and not good. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, the team, we've, we've came, we come together, we're, we're pretty involved in the Terra space, um, whether known or not known. And, you know, going through that same fallout from Terra, you know, really just highlighted the need for you know, more sustainable approach to DeFi. And I think the FTX saga recently highlights the same sort of thing. You know, we want to be bringing people on chain, we want to bring that capital on chain um, for their own good as well. You know, not your keys, not your crypto, I think, uh, unfortunately, is a, is a lesson that we seem to be learning quite often, especially this year. Um, so we could, again, challenge ourselves. Can we, bring, can we bring a tool to people that help them make these more educated, long-term investing decisions, mid-term investing decisions, both on the buy side, but then on the sell side? Um, so that's essentially the origin story of, of Calc. Right on. Is that surf up still alive? We, we quietly, um, it was, we quietly put that down, uh, to focus on a few other things, but, um, yeah, it was, it was a pretty, pretty interesting and, and, uh, a good time. It was actually quite a moral dilemma because you can imagine that, uh, if you tell more people the surf is good in a particular area, there'll be more surfers there. Which kind of detracts from the uh, the quality of surf you might get yourself. So, for a few moral decisions, we decided to uh, lay it to sleep, at least for the for the meantime. Yeah, totally fair. I mean, you could make it invite only and keep it for friends and family or something. But <laughs> yeah, no, totally get that. Um, sorry, PBR, you were going to say something as well. Um, I don't know. I think I was just going to go along with, you know, I think it's a great, um, you know, uh, tool to help onboard people. I can only imagine, you know, uh, being on the sideline and and just getting into crypto for the very first time and not having somebody to ask questions or someone to point you in the right direction. And I learned early on, you know, not your keys, not your crypto, because I'm fortunate enough to know some people that have been you know, in, in the works of all this from, uh, early on and, you know, the more education we can give people, the better, you know, and just recent events, it's, it's very evident that a lot of people and even people that have been here a long time, don't still don't practice the correct practice. So, you know, it's, it's, it's good. Oh man, not your keys. I've been pushing people onto DeFi and off exchanges for, I don't know how long, and it still frustrates me to see like how many whales were stuck on ftx like it's just ridiculous the amount of money that was just willingly handing over responsibility not taking care of their own finances big money too so it's i I fully support everything that's happening on like kajira calic do tell us more like what's app uh you know you have the whole team here like definitely want to hear how are people going to be using it what's happening with everything yeah, for sure. So maybe I'll give a quick intro to the on the product side for the DCA standard in and out. Um, then we've got Tommy can chat about DCA plus, and then on the on the technical side, Aiden's the uh, 
he's definitely the one that that has all the knowledge. So, I mean, from a product side, the first two products we'll go live with are dollar cost averaging in and out, and we just call them standard because essentially it's a um, a tool for you to customize um, to quite a fine grained detail exactly what you want to achieve. Again, focusing on the mid to long term um, side. So for basic users. You know, if you want to keep it really simple, we abstract away a lot of these extra features. Uh, but for the power users, we add in the ability to open up advanced settings. And when it goes live, I think you'll you'll be happy. And if you've been keeping up to the the ten day countdown to Team Kajira Independence, you would have known a few of the features. Um, but essentially, in the onboarding, we break everything down into four steps. So step one is choose your assets. Step two is customize your strategy. Step three is compose. And this is where you know, advantage over centralized exchanges of being on chain, we can actually take your assets after you swap them. And, you know, we can 10x the value because we can do something with them. It might be auto staking. It might be, you know, auto staking, auto compounding. It might be, you know, reinvesting. It might be, you know, moving into Orca. It might be something along those lines. Um, and then step four, you know, we just play it back to the user to, you know, confirm everything. So again, you know, coming from extensive Web2 background, there's the idea of human-centered design where you heavily involve end users literally from day one of the prototyping and growth and design and development. Um, and, you know, we're proud to say that we very much took that, we took that approach. So I think we spoke to, it might be close to 80 people, one-on-one -on -one interviews all around the world from almost every country you can imagine, um, spending time with them. You know, how do you use this product? How do you look at, how do you look at long to midterm investing? How do you on and off ramp capital? Um, what options do you want to see? You know, and then going through the more um, higher level stuff. So some surveys and then the testnet feedback again, continue to refine. I think the teams were pretty confident that the uh, the experience will be will be quite a good one, um, especially for the onboarding. And then on the flip side, you know, in order you to you to make you know proper decisions, you have to be informed by data. So another big part of it, um, and that we were wrapping up yesterday, is this idea of being able to back test and review your strategy. So what was your average buy price? You know, you can actually look at a graph to see, you know, your value accumulating over time when your buys were or when your sells were. Um, you can see if you have it auto staked, you can see, you know, what settings you have for this particular strategy. Um, so I think we'll find it quite exciting again from the product side. And, and that will be the DCA plus where there'll be the DCA standard in and out. And again, they'll be live in, I think it's roughly 36 hours from now. And then the next products off the line will be the DCA plus stuff. I don't know, Tom, if you want to give the... Uh, maybe two or three minute intro to DCA plus. Hey, I have a question real quick. Sorry. And then Tom, you can go. Um, I know the whole point of this is for us to, you know, deposit, set it and forget it and whatever. But is there a way for like us, like myself, I'm super smart and I can, I can call the ups and downs and whatnot. Can you pause the, uh, like my strategy, say I have it as a weekly, uh, you know, DCA in, can I just come in there and hit pause because I know the market is uh, going to go up and you guys don't and then come back and hit play again. Is that, is that a possibility? Is that something that is also doable? Yeah. So, if, I mean, for the power users, we probably even take it a step further is you don't have to manually come in and pause it. I mean, you could actually set, uh, let's say on the buy side, you can set a price ceiling that you know, if you're trying to accumulate over time, but you think, you know, I don't know, PTC at 64,000 is too expensive. You know, the strategy will automatically recognize that if you set up front and then it will skip all the swaps until the price drops below that. And then your strategy will continue. Um, so that's one of the advanced features that we uh, we do offer. Awesome. Not that I'm going to do that, but just for, you know, those that are upper echelon traders. But uh, all right. Thanks. Go ahead, Tommy. You can go. 
Well, no, I'm I'm glad you jumped in with that question because uh, it's um, very much along the lines of what DCA Plus seeks to do. Um, oh, well, uh, I'll start off by saying Happy Independence Day, everyone. So uh, nice to feel community owned in Kajira. Um, so yeah, look, uh, with the DCA Plus, um, basically the goal is to uh, to get better returns than standard DCA, uh, but without sacrificing, uh, without increasing the risk um, of uh, getting wrecked, um, which is the case, you know, with with lump sum, as some of us might know. Um, so basically, we can kind of, uh, you know, being closely, uh, you know, following the market closely, we can get a sense of when might be a good time to kind of hold back a little bit and when might be a good time to, um, to jump in. Um, but as humans, we're kind of classically bad at packet pattern rec- recognition and there's, uh, there's definitely algorithms that, that can do a much better job than we can. And so with the, the DCA Plus, we seek to uh, basically feed machine learning algorithms with as much data as we can uh, and use that to vary by price. So you're still dollar costing in, um, but uh, the, the actual amount that you buy each time will be varied according to market conditions. Um, and with uh, some historical backtesting and some historical sampling, we're getting really good results. Um, where you know we're we're getting much better returns uh, with you know perhaps even less risk in in some cases. So some some really promising stuff that we're excited to uh, to give to our users. Now with the DCA plus, <clears throat> excuse me, with the DCA plus, I know that the user is able to manually set, you know, stop buying at this amount or, or start buying at this amount or whatever. Um, with that service, is that something that you guys will also provide, you know, the, the end user are more uh, refined? Like I wouldn't want myself, even though I just said I'm a really good trader, I'm really not. I wouldn't want myself <laughs> going in there and setting those numbers. But is that something that like, you know, I decided to move up to, you know, the, the DCA plus, is that something that you guys provide or is that provided? Yeah, exactly. So, um, the, there's a distinction between DCA plus, which we totally take care of and the standard DCA for the power users. So, uh, for, um, for the, the standard DCA, you will have the option to set certain parameters yourself. Um, you can start your dollar costing in or out uh, according to uh, time, uh, you know, time and date. Um, you can do it according to uh, a certain price of the asset, um, and that's you know uh, relative to. Uh, there, there's lots of pairs. It's not just relative to to USD, uh, USDC or uh, USK. Um, so uh, with DCA plus we take care of everything uh you will deposit and uh we'll let the let the algorithms run and do the buying uh for you um so it, it's um it's yeah you, less less uh user hassle 
with the with the uh, the DCA plus. Okay, so I need to sign up for DCA DCA plus. Then I had those two mixed up. I got you now. I'm following. And DCA plus will be ready uh, the 16th as well. Same time. That will come actually post launch. Um, so we'll we'll launch with the standard DCA in and out, which uh, don't get us wrong. I think you'll find they're, they're quite good products. Um, and then with the DCA plus stuff, we you now we just want to continue to refine the, the the algorithms, make sure they're absolute top. And then you know coming back to that that final um, that final point in our manifesto is around delivering top quality work. So we're hoping you know, this this exact kind of thing pushes the industry forward. And when we do deliver it, we do want to make it you know quite a big thing to. Uh, to get involved so i think you'll have to stay tuned maybe around four to six weeks post-launch uh, that will come out uh, depending on which integrations we pick up next okay that sounds great to me but now i know which one i definitely need the plus all right so there's plus and then there's kind of the dca basic but for people that just have no idea what's happening here, can you just walk us through the flow? Like people land on Kajira and they're like, okay, I need to, you know, swap on Finn or whatever. Like what, what, what's the landing on Calc or even Kajira? How do we go through it all? Yeah, I think really good question. So we actually, you know, when we are looking at this um, type of product, we're thinking beyond just sort of dollar cost averaging in and out and DCA plus, um, but we wanted to kind of create a platform that, you know, in the end of the day, saves users time. You know, a lot of people you have things they'd prefer to be doing other than watching a screen 24-7. Some people that do prefer to do that, then you know, they also get extra time back to do extra research or you know, track other prices. Um, and we feel like you know, the Calc port should be part of most people's portfolios, even if it's a small bit or if it's a large bit, depending on the user type that, that you are. Um, but this platform, when you originally jump on, we sort of have a homepage that can show a bunch of your stats. If you're new to it, it will push you to create a strategy. We break our strategies down into two different two different types. So one is around you know accumulation. Um, so if you're feeling like you know it's a time that you want to accumulate assets, in particular for mid to long term, then you'll have a few options there, which will be standard DCA, DCA plus. Um, then some things you can think about a bit more dynamic limit orders, um, and then take profit strategies. We all know that it's equally important. Um, so. That will be around, you know, D standard DCA out, DCA plus out. Um, and then again, something more akin to a dynamic limit order and, and a few other things will be coming from there. Um, so we bring in small sort of tools to help people recognize, you know, it might be a good time to use accumulation, uh, use accumulation strategies or it might be a good time to take profit. Um, so simple things like the fear and greed index, um, we dynamically position um, depending on the score, um, you know, and then there'll be a few other things that we do down the track. To again, you know, makes it just make the decision a little bit easier. So for a brand new user coming in at absolute pico top, um, just letting them know, you know, it's like we're at an all time greed at the moment. So it might not be the best time to start accumulating um, or even just educating them so they can click on it and learn a little bit more about what it means. Um, because, you know, when you're new to crypto and you're new to this space, it's quite hard. There's a lot of information. It's poorly structured. You know, you've got a lot of different content produced from a lot of different people, some accurate, some not accurate. Um, so we really just wanted to make that experience a whole lot simpler. Um, and then the future iterations of Calc will really, really make this a lot simpler um, when we look at, you know, catering for the outside world. Because in the end of the day, that's our end goal is to compete with centralized exchanges, um, to onboard, you know, people that 
might not necessarily be as familiar with crypto and just make that experience very simple, very easy. Um, and again, from a, a risk portfolio and a risk profile perspective, we find that you know, dollar cost averaging has been around for a very long time. It's tried and tested method in, in traditional finance. Um, you know, it kind of stops someone from dropping in their life savings at the top and then getting burnt and then leaving crypto with a bad taste in their mouth thinking, you know, this is just a scam. No, that's, that's not what we want to do. And that's not the uh, outcome that we're seeking. So they can jump on, they move to the create strategy page. Uh, they can choose which strategy they like based on either accumulation or take profit. Then they go through the four steps I touched on before. Again, choose assets, you know, customize that strategy. If you're a power user, you can open up the advanced settings and talk about a few of the things. If not, that stays hidden. Um, you can just choose how much you want to invest in total, how much each time, um, and then the cadence of that. And then you know, the composability element, which again, I've mentioned that it's exciting being on chain. We can actually take your assets and, and automatically do something after every swap. So for MVP, they'll be catering for auto staking your Kajura. Again, um, Aiden can touch on the technical side of this, but using auth Z, so the, the crypto stays in your wallet. Um, so Kajura will be staked on your behalf into your wallet. So you could just go on blue and you can see it there straight away. Um, and then for play it back to the user, they confirm. Then that moves to the My Strategies page where you know we break it down to is this it's a strategy scheduled is a strategy currently active is it completed and then you can top it up again um or have you canceled it and, and taken the funds out um and then each of those enable you to go into a more detailed breakdown um this is what we talked about the back testing ability before um the different graphs you can track the portfolio over time um and then you know we also know that not everyone has heaps of capital up front anyway so if you are you know like to contribute you know, every fortnight or every month from your salary into crypto for a longer term play. You know, we have the ability for the MVP to top up manually using stable coins. And then, you know, we're very, very excited and looking forward to the local money team launching because we'll be doing a few things in the integration there. Um, and then on the technical side, we're waiting for Axer just to wrap up the general message passing module, which is in testnet at the moment. And once that's done, we'll be able to integrate in with Cardo money, uh, unlike we would have seen on any protocols I feel in the DeFi space before. Um, so a very heavy integration um, with Kata Money to you know, really show that you, know, you don't need a centralized exchange and, um, anymore. Yeah, that is, that is we, awesome. We get that, that's a win. That is a win for Cosmos. <laughs> yeah, that's huge, that's huge. I think uh, I'm surprised KujiCast isn't jumping around and winking at people in public. Um, but that's huge. That's, that's really cool stuff. Um, I do have a question because you guys just walked us through like a lot of this workflow and like it all sounds great. We're all going to get rich and retire young. But like, how can I get wrecked on Calc? Like, you know, I, I, I'm not very smart. So how like where how am I going to lose money on Calc? I mean, to be honest, Calc is to to counter that. I think, Tom, if you want to touch on the, the risk profile side of things and you know, that versus lump sum, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not a tool really to, you know, you know, while humans do love variance and that's why gambling is so important, that's why a lot of these pump and up meme coins get a lot of interest, um, it's not exactly that product. So again, taking a longer term you know, view, especially on some particular assets, I mean, the only way I can see getting wrecked um, and this will be a, a very slow reckoning and not as heavy reckoning if you just went in heavy into a particular asset. Um, but this would be, you know, from a calc perspective, we find, you know, the DCA sort of answers the question of, you know, when to buy. Um, and maybe 
vaguely the how much to buy, but you could probably argue that the DCA plus answer is the one to buy and the how much to buy as well. I think in the end of the day, it comes down, the third thing is, you know, what asset should you purchase? And, you know, you can look at things to say, you know, if you bought Luna at $1, and sorry to use the Luna example, maybe we can say Iron from Titan Finance at whatever price or you know, at the Pico top or the Pico bottom, in the end of the day, if it still goes to zero, it still goes to zero. So I think that's something that the Kelk team will be be very interested in tackling next. It's this idea of, you know, we see the Ion DAO, they're introducing a DAO that has the Cosmos IBC X token, I think it's called, um, Defrac by LUM Network as being introduced and this sort of, this idea of this governed, DAO governed index fund um, where we feel, you know, the natural progression for Calc is for users to enable or to have the option at least to choose their own, not necessarily an index, but their own, you know, spot basket of assets. That you know, it might be a certain allocation. It might be, let's say, fifty percent Kajura. It might be thirty percent Atom. It might be, you know, ten percent Stars, ten percent, um, you know, even maybe some stablecoin in there as well. It's totally up to the user to choose. And you know, with that and combining with um, some rebalancing that the Kelk Strategy DAO has been doing some excellent work on, um, you know, by bands. So you know, we could essentially create these miniature indexes and then you know there could be the potential to sort of tokenize that index and then you know allow other people to get involved as well um so i think that answers probably the third question which will be you know the the top echelon of reducing that risk to to stop people from getting wrecked um, and again coming back to it you know our whole mission is around you know creating um calculated and, and mid to long-term thinking uh, investors so it's not a it's not a blackjack game where you can jump on and you know two x your money or lose it all straight away. But uh, it's more of a tried and tested, longer to midterm approach. And and this is why we also talk about you know we'd like this to be at least some portion of everyone's portfolio. You know it might be the place where you take profits on a meme coin and then that moves into Kelk to to move into more of a, a longer term asset. Um, or again, if you're not too involved in crypto and you don't want to stay up to date with everything. You know, you want to get 80% out of it and only put, put in 20% effort. You know, that could very much be, you know, just put part of your salary in every, you know, every fortnight or every month moving forward. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, this, this really does make it better or breaks it down a little bit more. Um, and then, you know, I know this is mostly on chain and stuff, but I, I always have that worry. Like, how are the funds actually being used? Do I have to directly deposit my funds? Does Calc have access to my wallet? And then, like, what's the risk there? Are you guys just going to rug me some, at one point? Like, how's that work? How's that custody work? Can you guys walk me through that? I guess it's, uh, this actually could be a, a good segue to, to sort of dive into some of the, the tech that's enabling, you know, we've, we've heard about all these cool features, um, some of the tech that's enabling this stuff. But to answer your question, um, Calc's permissionless. You can deposit your your own, you can BYO stablecoin or, um, volatile assets and you'll always have um, the ability to with cancel your vault and withdraw your funds at any time. It's completely permissionless and on chain. Um, but yeah, maybe, maybe to talk more about the tech side of things and um, to sort of help, to help guide the discussion on this tech. So I don't just ramble for 20 minutes. Um, maybe we can talk about, um, you know, the journey that the tech's taken to get us to the stage that we're at. Um, and I guess I sort of think about that in sort of three phases of development. We've got sort of the proof of concept phase. Um, and then we, we had the implementation phase where we actually built everything out. Um, and then the refinement, the refinement phase, but maybe just stepping back um, first and just sort of giving a bit more context around the, the, um, the dev team. So 
so I'm a fluffy donkey. That's me. My name's Aiden. Um, I'm the, the, one of the co-founders of Calc. Um, and sort of my role was sort of the, uh, the smart contract development side of things. Um, I, I used to work on um, Solidity smart contracts on the AV, on AVM chains. Um, then we've got another engineer who um, specializes in um, off-chain infrastructure and APIs. Um, but he's also a, a weapon smart, smart contract developer. Um, and then we've got our front-end engineer who most of you who have who have actually been lucky enough to <laughs> test out Calc so far will, will be able to see the skills that he brings to the team. Um, but, but I mean, overall, like we're, we're a multidisciplinary team and we sort of all fill the gaps where needed. Um, and all of us come from uh, a web two background building enterprise level systems, but yeah, sort of, sort of, and also definitely feel free to jump in at any point, but I guess like talking about those, those phases of development, um, starting with the proof of concept phase that was sort of around, um, so, you know, when we, when we first were ideating, it's like, you know, how, how do we integrate with Finn? Um, you know, we've all used Finn as a user, but what does that look like, um, as a developer, like what are the APIs like? And then we um, sort of looked at, you know, what integrations do we need to be able to support to be able to, you know, work with our Fiat on-ramp partners. So I think when when we first actually started, Cardo was actually still, um, you know, heavily in development. We had we had a few early calls to sort of gauge, you know, where they were at um, with their development. But a lot of it was just, you know, we had to sort of make assumptions and and try and understand how they might implement their systems so that, you know, we could then cater for that in the future um, and sort of bake that into our systems. Um, and then I guess like the last part of that, the, the proof of concept was um, sort of, you know, how do we, how do we go about the automation, like the on-chain automation? Like how can we do, do things like auto staking? You know, do we go down our own auto staking route and build a compounder or, you know, use that, use the Auth Z system. So, so like uh, the next phase, like with, with implementation, you know, that's where we actually, so we, we've gone through the proof of concept phase. We've we figured out, you know, what's possible. All right. So now let's run some proper engineering patterns over everything. Um, you know, build out, build out the code base, make it a bit more robust. Um, so you know that include things like building out a Rust test harness. So I mean, those of you who have who have ever worked in Rust know that Rust is um, it's an amazing language, but it's also it can be very verbose and and there's a lot of boilerplate code when it when it comes to writing. Um, good tests in rust so um that was that was that was actually something that was quite a challenge for us and specifically when we were trying to um you know make sure we had some some good test coverage around our integration with finn because we have quite a tight integration with finn um it was actually quite challenging to make sure that we were, we were testing everything and and we'd actually occasionally find that you know we'd be testing in development um on testnet and be like oh this is actually a different behavior to what our our test harness is showing. So yeah, that was a real, that was a real challenge for us. So we've got this really mean rust test harness, which is like um, pretty cool. And we're keen to sort of show that, show the community that when the time's right. Um, but yeah, like more input for more implementation, we did um, some of the more complex configuration stuff with Finn. So that, that involved sort of abstracting away slippage the way that, you know, you, you typically handle um, slippage when you're interacting with the Finn API. Um, maybe it's not like the easiest experience as a user. I know I, I definitely struggled with it when I was <laughs> first exposed to it. Um, and then sort of the last part, like one of the last parts of that is sort of designing our contracts in a, in a flexible way, um, to, to sort of easily extend it in the future. Like we've, 
we've got a pretty amazing roadmap at Calc and an and, and ambitious one where we've got lots of cool future features. And, you know, one of the, one of the challenges is, you know, what do we, what do we bake into the contract now versus what do we defer? Um, you know, what, what risk do we sort of encounter by, by taking that approach? Because I mean, as I mentioned earlier, like the, the dev team has a strong, a strong history in, in um, web two and enterprise systems. And, you know, one of the sort of, methodologies that we like to to live by is the whole yagni approach which is you know you aren't going to need it um so it's like you know what what do we you know what do we build now in our contract that we you know that we might actually not end up even using you know what if we think there's a a cool feature now that we want to build in um and then you know maybe in like three months time we we talk to our users and find out that's actually you know something that they don't want to use um so yeah so that was a real challenge and just making sure we understood the risks of that up front. Um, and then finally, like in the implementation phase, we actually, we actually ended up building out a full auto compounder. <laughs> so like our, our initial approach to the whole automate automation side of things when it came to staking was, you know, we were going to um, build out our own auto compounder. And I think actually this was potentially the dev team just getting way too excited. <laughs> we were like, you know, deep into development and we were sort of seeing you know the possibilities that we what we could actually build and we you know we built out this full auto compounding system um you know which we actually eventually just sort of um put in the backlog eventually but but yeah so that that was kind of like the implementation phase and i guess like the the final phase of development to sort of lead us up to where we are today is sort of um the refinement stage and this is sort of you know after we've done a lot of user testing and listening to that that user feedback um so you know and this this stage sort of involves in involves like this the smart automate automation on top of fin so like building in those um the price floors and ceilings that that fab was talking about before so you know we want to make sure that you don't buy an asset above you know x price or you don't want to sell an asset below a certain price um and you know, just just building in that price checking logic on chain, so that this this is a you know a sustainable on chain system. It's not it's not relying on this um, this off chain off chain data. Um, and then yeah, I mean, I just mentioned that we built out that that auto compounder, but um, yeah, we ended up switching to to auth for auto staking. Um, and sort of like the benefits of that being is that the the user actually just has full custody over their funds. We we are able to use the Cosmos. Cosmos SDK's Auth Z module, which allows us to then, you know, delegate on the user's behalf, um, which is actually some really cool tech, and we we're, were actually pretty stoked um, to be able to implement that. And shout shout out to the Yieldmos guys for helping us with that one. Um, yeah, and I guess like sort of bringing it back to around like our approach to human centered design, like we we really wanted to be able to. Um, you know, in this refinement stage is to to cater for all of the power users that want to integrate with us directly um, and sort of cater for that maximum composability element. So that that was um, a huge piece of work for us. And we want to, you know, we want to be the, the place, you know, for on-chain automation. That means, you know, taking a human-centered design approach around everything, our front end and our APIs. Um, and being like a community-driven project, it's super important that, um, you know, we make our smart contracts as easy to use as possible. Like we, we, we spend a lot of time and effort designing our APIs to make sure that it's like a really great experience to be able to just, you know, look at our documentation and our, actually we've designed it in such a way that you, it's actually self-documenting. You can, you can look at the API and you should be able to just understand it. Um, 
you know, we wanted to make sure we, we really did a good job of that. Um, because I guess like at the end of the day, we, we want Calc to, to transform into this sort of like a, a bunch of different building blocks, you know, you can make a vault that does this thing and then, you know, we compose it with another vault. So you end up using, you know, all these different types of, um, these systems in sort of like a building block way, which is, um, I think going to be really cool as we, as we sort of expand and sort of meet these milestones. Um, yeah. And then I guess like the, 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 probably the last huge thing in this refinement phase is just making sure that, it, um, you know, our code base is like super maintainable. Cause again, being, being like a community driven project, we want to be able to, you know, open it up in the future so that people can come in and contribute. And I guess like there's a big trade-off there because, you know, you go down the one route, which is, you know, really highly readable verbose code, but then you have to think about, you know, the gas, the gas optimizations. Um, so yeah, we, we, I think we landed in a pretty good, a, a pretty good spot with that in the end. We don't actually have to rely too much on, on documentation. Um, yeah, so I guess like that's, that's probably the, the journey of the tech so far. Um, really want to thank Han so far for all the, um, the help he's, he's put in, um, putting in, um, and given us up with because yeah, definitely couldn't have done it without him with his, his knowledge of Finn, the, the black box that is Finn. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe, um, I mean, obviously at the end, if we have some time for questions, definitely please anyone feel free to ask some more targeted, some, some questions. We absolutely happy to answer or talk about anything, but yeah, maybe I'll, I'll throw it back to you Fab now after that big ramble. No, it was, it was perfect. I think it's important to touch on the technical side and, and, you know, that's kind of like, obviously from a user experience perspective and everyone will jump on the protocol and, and, you know, as mentioned before, I think you'll find the user experience hopefully will be quite nice. Um, but then obviously from an integration perspective, there's a lot of thinking there um, where, you know, Calc's not, this comes back to the other point in our manifesto about, you know, sharing the vision, you know, we're happy to work together. So, you know, we know that some users might want to take funds and, you know, put deposit them into something else. Um, so we just want to enable those automations and and essentially ensure that, you know, Calc and Kajura is a place to go when you want to think about this automation, you want to think about, you know, having some part of your portfolio. Um, and of course, everything proudly built on Finn. Um, and maybe one other funny thing I can add to this is early in the day, I won't say who, but from different uh, blockchain projects, I've had, I think it was at least three people ask, how many people is Code Hans? Is it one person or surely it must be a team? Um, so I don't know, Code Hans, if you want to speak to that and confirm that you are in fact one person, I think that will settle uh, settle a lot of debates. Hey, I had a question for you guys, um, real quick that I was thinking about. How how can we? Well, here's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Most people do their buys. You know, everybody goes on payday, so everybody gets paid on Friday. And then say their you know their deposit comes across and their DCA date is or their day is, if they do weekly is Saturday. How can we you know being that our volume is low at the time being? What if everybody's DCA is almost the same day? And you know there's plenty of smart people in the world that are front running um, selling opportunities because they know buying is coming. Have you thought about that at all? We have, um, Aiden. I think you can you can touch on the technical side um, of you know the reason why we're keeping some of the the thinking and logic off chain. But I can probably touch on one side that's a little bit separate. So coming back to the great community Kajira has, we've had um, one particular, and I think 
maybe he'd be the biggest market maker potentially on Finn. Um, you know, he was super stoked about the project and offered a lot of great guidance in, in our building. And you know, he said, you know, he's happy to ensure that for the pairs we support early on, we can add the extra liquidity, um, you know, to counter that exact thing. And I think this also sounds like a perfect time. Um, Dove, if you want to touch on anything Bo related. Yeah, definitely, guys. Um, it, if, if you don't mind, before that, I would just lo love to say, um, just to just to just to touch on on Kelk before I do that, um, I just wanted to say that for me it kind of goes back to basics, right? Like I've had um, just for example my family members, and I mean, and and friends, and um, this is not a small amount of people, right? You know, they and we we, we all know how um, crypto works. You know, you get into something, people ask questions, and then they want to get into it. Um, and so before I get into the, the, the liquidity stuff, I just kind of wanted to touch on what you guys have said about how, how important, well, how important I feel Kelp would be. So my family members and extended friends and everyone want to know, you know, how do I get in? How, how, you know, when do I buy? How much do I buy? And it's, it's, a, it's a viciously impossible question to answer, even for me, right? Like, I'm one of three founders of Kajira. I do not know that answer. That's like, it, that's a very important thing to realize. It's like, I am not even the best person to, um, you know, ironically explain to somebody when to buy Kujira or, or, or whatever, when to buy Atom or, or any other Cosmos um, assets. It's impossible for me because I, just like everyone else, am at, am at the mercy of the markets and, 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 and everything else. So um, <clears throat> I just, it was something that kind of came up. And I know you guys, you know, Aiden, Fab, you guys have done an, like an insane job of describing um, in detail how the platform works. Um, Fab, from a, you know, fr from a kind of macro perspective, Aiden, you know, really getting into the, the nuts and bolts. But for me, I just wanted to say at the end of the day, um, I'm looking forward to, and I've genuinely said this to everyone I know, um, when Calc comes out, just use Calc, right? Because even at, at the very, very, very basic level, um, you know, the first uh, DCA, let's forget about plus and all the fancy stuff for right now. Um, I think that the average person needs a tool to be able to go, don't ask, you know, Dove or anybody else when to buy because that is not going to work. You need a responsible way of just chipping in and 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 getting and getting some funds in without being at the mercy of the market. So I guess that that's just kind of one thing I wanted to say. And and I know that's simplistic, but I think this needs a kind of simplistic point of view, really, if you think about it, right? I know a lot of us here, you know, like PBR, you said, you know, yeah. Where there might be a couple of pro traders involved or whatever, but let's be honest, those guys are going to have their, probably have their own strategies and their own things. So I just wanted to say that like for us and for, just for me personally as well, what I've seen is people are desperate to, to just go like, you know, how do I buy? When do I buy? How much do I buy? And, and, and it's, it, it, it's, it's very much a personal thing actually. I mean, a personal need that I've seen. So yeah, um, in that regard, from a very simplistic point of view, I really do think that this is like a magical, magical thing uh, that these guys are offering. And then, of course, it's going to expand in you know all sorts of uh, crazy algorithms and beautiful tech and all that. So so that's great. So 
Yeah, I just wanted to to touch on that before I said anything about bow and liquidity. So moving on to bow and liquidity. Um, so obviously, and I know PBR, Zulian, we've we've had these chats, and everyone in, in this conversation, I'm sure, has been well aware of of the talks around liquidity um, in general. And so we have obviously come to a crossroads now where, yes, it's Independence Day, happy days. You know, we, we are very, very happy. In a lot of ways, um, it's kind of a strange feeling too because we know that now is the time really to shine. Obviously, the, the events that have gone on have, 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 have escalated all of that kind of thinking. But so we, we, we thought long and hard about liquidity. And so what BOA is going to be is a place where, first of all, spreads are going to be made incredibly tight. And before we get on to APRs and kind of user funds um, and, uh, you know, as I say, profit and all the rest of it, the important thing to realize is that what Bo does is it makes spreads incredibly tight and it's all 100% on chain. So much like Finn, people are going to see a very, very um, open and transparent um, market-making sort of marketplace where they can literally watch every single trade. You can, you can track it and there's nothing that's going to be behind the scenes or, or, or off the books. And even just that alone, let's, let's forego any kind of incentives because I'm, <laughs> I can already sense the questions that will come, which is fine. But you will be able to make some kind of APR on supplying liquidity to something that is incredibly capital efficient. And like, I, I will get more, more into that, um, of course. But the important thing to note here is that this is going to be a very, very, very capital efficient way to supply liquidity and gain some kind of APR with a lot less risks than you would usually um, be exposed to. Um, and so you could think of both, there, there's a product called Atrix and to be to be perfectly honest, we looked at Atrix on Solana, um, which is built on top of Serum, and we thought, you know, that is a very, very, very clever thing to do. And with with a few tweaks, this is something that we thought we need to bring to Gujira. So the long and the short is that what's going to happen with Bo when Bo comes along? A lot of these questions about liquidity and um, Everything that you guys have spoken about, about you know, around the risks of of there not being enough liquidity, will be greatly reduced. And yes, it's not a it's not a it's not a red pill. This isn't like something we, we we're not pretending like um, this is just gonna you're gonna flick a switch because unfortunately liquidity doesn't work like that. However, we are speaking with very very big players as well as very small players and what we have proposed so far seems to be a very very good responsible way of ensuring liquidity in a system um, and supporting the entire backbone of the Kuchira ecosystem so this isn't a small thing um, and uh, it's it, as I say this this is a this is this is literally going to be the liquidity backbone of Kuchira so yeah, I'll, I'll gladly move on to kind of further questions. But I did want to just talk about um, the simplistic factor when it comes to something like Calc, when it comes to the Kajira ecosystem. We need, we, we have to build an ecosystem where people can get into this stuff without being overwhelmed. And yes, 
you know, there's going to be stuff that we need to improve onboarding all the rest of it. But yeah, I'll, I'll probably leave it at that, but yeah, for now. So you're saying I'll be able to go and use swap on blue with zero slippage based on what I'm getting. I mean, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, PBR, that's, that's pretty much what, what we get into, you know, the slippage is going to be literally, um, I mean, absolutely, absolutely minimal. And the efficiency of the system will be made, um, insanely better. Um, if like, so, so to give you an idea the the capital efficiency is, is increased as the orders only need to cover the range of orders that get posted, right? So if you think about an AMM, they need to cover zero to infinity. That's, that, that's how it works. You can't, that, that, that is simply how an AMM works. You, you'd need to cover that entire range. Whereas what we're doing now is as long as there are orders in that book, you can cover your, you can cover your, your, your trade with, with, with literally, with the need for, I, I, don't know, I don't know what the number is. It's thousands times less of actual liquidity. So there's a guarantee that that kind of slippage factor is, I mean, insanely reduced. It's more profitable because if, if you think about it, the bid to ask um, spread, um, it's like, it, you know, it's larger as more volume comes in on either side rather than like a, just a, a straightforward 0.2 training fee. And uh, yeah, because of, because of all of that, it becomes self-sustaining. And unlike an AMM, it's a chicken and egg situation. So, you know, there is that one thing. Liquidity needs volume. Volume needs liquidity. So what we do need to support initially is the idea that people can supply some kind of incentives to bootstrap th this liquidity. Totally realize that it's something that, you know, we've spoken out against, but there, there is kind of a difference. This isn't like an ongoing um, printed token scenario going on. So, for example, we are definitely going to take some of our um, some of our protocol funds and we are going to uh, incentivize people to get involved in these markets because you kind of have to, right? People kind of need to understand. They need to, they need to maybe get a little bit of, of rewards to get involved in this kind of stuff. And when they do, they're going to start seeing that Fin will become, I mean, it, it will become a premier destination to trade on, on Cosmos and maybe beyond. If you think about, I mean, I, I, I don't want to speculate on Solana and whatever's going on at the moment, but, you know, we, we need to get to the point where people understand that supplying this kind of liquidity and gaining some kind of APR and making this premier trading destination is a lot better than sticking your funds in a centralized exchange and kind of hoping for the best because that, that's not a good thing. And I'd probably just like to add one thing on top of that. And it's probably, a, I don't know if it's a little bit off sides or whatever it is, but um, I mean, there's one, okay, whatever, it doesn't matter. There, there's an exchange that, that we're on that is claiming to do X um, in, in volume and it's impossible. It's literally impossible. It's impossible based on the number of users and, 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 and for various other reasons. And so I think it's, I think we've all been tricked enough, right? Like we've all been tricked so many times and I think it's, it's unacceptable to be honest. And I'm actually like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't want to get too like heated or passionate about this because I'm, I'm pretty angry to be honest, but 
um, th- this will not allow that anymore. It, it, you, 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 there will be no way for someone to say, oh, you know, someone's tricked the, the liquidity or oh, God knows all the all this shit that we've all seen going on. It's impossible if you have a 100% on-chain experience so bo will be that finn will always be that and these are two pretty important things as i say I'm, i don't want to come here and promise the world but what we can promise is that these are going to be 100 on-chain experiences and whatever happens there whatever liquidity is being driven whatever incentives are being driven are going to be visible by anyone and everyone that has the finder and a wallet that they can that they can look at so yeah that's that that, that that's a really big thing for us uh, I'm sure Zulian's going to hop in PBR. Yeah, you got, let me just get one question. I know you got plenty of more technical questions. <laughs> is Bo going to be, you know, like a, a limited time offer? Is it only going to run for so many months and then, you know, will be turned off or whatever? You know, is it is it here just to build li- liquidity across the board for Finn for, you know, until we really get rolling or is this going to be something that will continue on? And then Zulian, it's all yours. No. Yeah. Good question. So absolutely not. Um, realize that again, we've been these proponents of um, not being for these sort of random giveaway of tokens just to supply liquidity. In this case, it's very different because of the capital efficiency. And if you look at Atrix, there are, well, I don't know about now because, as I say, um, I think I think um, Solana got hits in general, and I, I I I did peak today, and I think I noticed that the number came a lot down. But uh, to be fair, I think I think that's largely because because of the drama and people are panicking. But prior to all that panic, there were pools on there that maybe had three, four, five percent gains. Um, and they were they were they they had multiple millions of liquidity in them. So I think if you even if you take away the extra incentives, there's, there's going to be big incentives there. Well, big enough, right? If we if we're looking at this kind of grown up DeFi landscape that Fab and Aiden were talking about, and if you can give people a real gain and it's capital efficient and it works for them. Absolutely not going to be a short-term thing. This is th- this product's going to exist forever. And what I would love to see, and what I, what I think I started seeing with Atrix on on Solana, was that big players are more than happy, right, to to park their funds in something that's earning, you know, whatever it is, three to five percent, because that that is a gain. And you obviously get people playing delta neutral strategies. You got you know you got big you got big funds that want to park some funds somewhere that's going to kind of edge up. And obviously we are talking to various partners. These aren't like backdoor deals, but these are more part like strategic partners, right? That we will announce and we will happily explain to everyone that are driving liquidity through the system um, for various reasons. So no, this is definitely not a short-term thing. This is, this has to be the backbone of the, of liquidity for the whole of Kujira. And as you could see from, from Fab and Aiden and everyone speaking, these are, um, I mean, they're crucial things, right? And so what we, what, I think what we all need to do really is to start educating people around these kind of DeFi landscapes, you know, whatever. It doesn't have to be Kujira, but 
I'd like to think that we are one of the safer ones because we're a permission system um, and we have these grown-up protocols coming on board. Um, and again, like Fab was saying, you know, it doesn't have to be sexy. It doesn't have to be exciting. But eventually, people are going to get over sexy and exciting because it's rugged them 10 times. Um, but yeah, in terms of, in terms of Bo, uh, these, th- these systems are going to become very important and it's definitely a long-term thing. So yeah. Um, and again, it's going to be something that we keep iterating on the, the kind of, the, there's a couple of cool things about Bo actually in that anyone can supply any incentive on any pair with any token. So I think you're going to find some interesting partnerships evolving, right? Um, you're going to find people that are able to, yeah, I mean, it's, it might seem kind of random now, but I think you, you'll find a partnership where somebody comes along and they're tacking onto another, another project. And who knows, you know, you might find it's totally, it's sort of like our basket of assets, right? You're going to end up finding incentives on, on, on bow uh, farming pairs that like you wouldn't, you would never expect. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is all, this is all early days, but at the crux of it, there's, there's, there's a lot, there are a lot of interested partners, whether they be big or small, I'm confident that the community themselves are going to supply liquidity. And this is all going to be to the benefit of our ecosystem, which is going to be stable and, and safe and grown up and, and all the rest of it. Yeah. I think um, I might chime in on maybe four really quick points. One, Dov, thank you very much for the, the kind words. And as I mentioned before, to the Kajira team for all the support to get us where we are today. Um, two, I think I definitely would agree. You know, for me personally, there's nothing more painful than, you know, having a friend or a family, you know, coming to me being like, oh, should I get involved in crypto? How much should I buy? What should I buy? You know, only for them to get absolutely wrecked. So I think from a simplistic perspective, you know, Calc is the go-to for that situation. You know, you don't need to think about it. Think long-term. You're not opening yourself or exposing yourself to a, an incredible amount of risk. Um, and all that's taken care of. Um, then three, I know PBR, you asked me this question earlier on. Um, or Julian, I think you might have, around why did we choose to build on Kajira? And I think that this exact, you know, exactly what Dove just said, you know, that essentially showcases this idea of a growth mindset, you know, and having that growth mindset, you know, we're not going to get it perfect every single time, but we're going to continue to build. We're going to continue to do the right thing. We're going to, you know, not be purely motivated by a quick 10x and then and then leave, you know, especially, you know, the community holding, you know, this idea of a growth mindset, you know, that really pushes us forward. And I think that's a unique thing to the blockchain. Do you have this idea of, you know, let's build, let's continue to push the boundaries, let's think about sustainability, let's do things a little bit different. Um, I think that, you know, that really highlights that this is why we built here. This is why we wanted to build here. And, you know, we very much share that ethos. Um, And then potentially the fourth point is coming back to what we're talking about between composability and and what Dove just touched on in terms of bow. You know, you could also very easily see a situation where you're particularly long in an asset and, you know, you might have those swaps taken taken care of, um, and then potentially that moves straight into Bow for providing liquidity for a pair um, and looking at that sort of being able to generate that yield, um, which again differs from you know, just sitting your coins on a centralized exchange. Now you can earn yield on top of the coins that you've purchased and you're accumulating over a long time. Definitely, mate. Yeah, thank you for that. I appreciate the words. Um, if we could call Code Hans up. <laughs> I don't know if he's there. I know he was... Uh kind of saying he wasn't on mobile but if he's there now um it it might be cool just to get an understanding of of some of the tech stuff behind 
Um, and some of the potentially the the strategies behind it as well, because make no mistake, Bo isn't really just you know something to provide liquidity and maybe maybe gain a bit of an APR. There, there, there's definitely much more to it. So yeah, I, I can see I can see it's on now. Dove, real quick before we uh, get technical, um, I do have a question because well, there is other protocols on Kujira. Um, without naming any names, but kind of what's the difference between liquidity, volume, and uh, how would you, uh, I don't want to compare to the other existing protocols, but, you know, like, why do we need Bo when uh, we were told we had a <laughs> on-chain market maker? Yeah, no, fair play, mate. So, <laughs> always to the beat. One other <laughs> protocol live on Kujira. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, fucking... <laughs> Subtle. I'm not saying any names. <laughs> no, you know what? I mean, no, no, look, it's a good question. Okay, so, and, it, and you know what? It actually, in a weird way, it kind of points to, strangely, the health in, I guess, the, uh, an ecosystem that has one external protocol on it, if you can, in a weird way. So bear with me. So you have a protocol and you know what? Like, and I'm sure people in, in this chat are um, supplying liquidity to that. And you know what? Like, it is what it is. The, if, you can, if, you can, if you can sort of buy low and sell high, fair play. Um, and that's all, I, I guess that's all I can say about that. Because if, and it, it makes the case for something like Bo much stronger because you will, you, you will always get um, you always get a range of people investing in a range of different things. And I think we're in the stage where we have so few protocols and so many coming on board that it's, that's kind of, if you, if you think about it, that's kind of the reason that we're having these conversations, right? Because we have, we almost have nothing to compare it to, which in my mind is the most exciting and amazing thing. It, it genuinely is. So, to, just, to, just to be clearer about that, once you have Bo in the mix and people can see that it literally makes the trading experience on Finn premium, and it will, and, and it is going to, um, it, it really is, that, that is the bottom line. You're going to have this great mix of providing liquidity to Bo potentially or providing to somewhere else where, yes, it's... I'll admit it's not a it's not a market maker, but it is what it is, right? Like, if you want to go get somewhere that is that I, I guess I could think of I could think of the alternative as more of a grid bot or, or whatever else you want to call it. Doesn't matter, right? If you are getting some APR and you're happy, that's awesome. But if you're coming to Bo, then you are getting you are literally contributing to. I would say the tighter spread you could probably imagine. It's gonna, it's gonna make thin, literally like a KuCoin, but decentralized. And yes, there's the options for uh, incentives and people to bootstrap their own liquidity and and uh, single sided um, pairs. Uh, well, not single sided pairs, but being able to contribute single sidedly and wait for that pair to get matched and then potentially gain uh you know some some kind of reward for that i think that this is a good thing right like it, already we are seeing an amazing uh, competition 
and uh, growth kind of struggle within the Kujira ecosystem, which is what we all need. So, yeah, you know, I'd, 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 personally don't want to you know down talk any of that like as i say people have made some good gains and that's amazing but what we are seeing now is the maturity of the kajira ecosystem we are seeing um kel come on board we are seeing bo coming from us and then there's going to be countless of others but i know like i know personally and we know as a team that we need those very tight spreads in order to make fin the the premier destination for trading on cosmos and hopefully beyond so yeah I'll, I'll just say it is what it is you know like let everyone come on let everyone come on and build build stuff and um the competition is going to flesh itself out and everything's going to work out in the end um and 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 that's actually a very good thing because it's all activity it's all trading it's all it's all good stuff at the end of the day and as we all know we are, I mean, we're not even, I don't know if we, I don't think we're five months in. And uh, this is a very, very new, exciting uh, space, even for us. So, yeah. Yeah, I think the biggest difference there um, maybe comes down to kind of the difference with volume and liquidity or just, you know, having transactions versus just ha having that deep liquidity and low spread. Uh, Bo really tackles that liquidity and low spread, whereas um, Black Whale, you know, has the volume, it's putting in transactions, it's getting kind of a bit of action going on the side. So um, they, they have their, their own place right now. Um, but yeah, that's yeah. generally. No, I think you're right, Zulian. Like that, and that's it exactly. I mean, I'm, I'm more than like, that's amazing. You know, obviously they were the first protocol to launch. I'm definitely not, definitely not one to kind of shit on that, but that's what it's going to be, right? And awesome. If I, my feeling, my gut feel is that what will happen is once, once Bo comes along, um, they will maybe just come out and say, Hey, you know, we're actually not market making, but we're a, um, we're a service that tries to buy low and sell high. Like amazing, right? Like nice one. Uh, amazing. Like if, if you can do that for people and make them money, then that's great because, um, that's a yeah that's a pretty cool service and and people people will enjoy that but that's um that's definitely not the aim with bo um we 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 want to make fin the premier trading destination in in the whole of the cosmos at very least and then and then beyond um and that's not that's not important just for us right it's it's important for 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 the whole of kujira literally like um like Fab and and Aiden have said on this call, it's it's very very important for every single protocol that launches. Calc probably being one of the most important. You know, you can't you can't have a kind of illiquid system where um, things are popping off all over the place and the, and and the spreads are very are very high. So yeah, that's um, that that that's pretty much all I'll say about that. Like we 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 saw we saw a need and and we're getting in there. Um, and that's what we'll keep doing. You know, we will keep, we will always, always strive for this ecosystem to literally function in, in a perfect way. Um, we will never stop doing that. So, yeah, I don't know, Hans, if you had any, any further thoughts on, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just the same, really. Um, I think the, 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 you, said the, you said it, really. Um, the thesis of Bo is that uh, the, the, the volume requires liquidity. Um, and it requires 
uh, efficient trading and, and, and tight spreads. And, and it's something that, as everyone's acutely aware, we don't have right now. And um, yeah, um, with with extra liquidity and with tight spreads comes volume, and with volume comes more trading, and it becomes this 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 cycle um, that accelerates us. You know, you look at the last week, and on the biggest day was what million in twenty four hours on on the Kuji USDC pair, which is it's fine, um, but you compare it to market leaders, it's the drop in the ocean um, because. Because you know, at some point there was ten percent slippage there, and it's 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 just it's not a good trading experience. So, um, Bo will will fix that. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that goes back to my question about people trying to front run uh, the DCA uh, actions of Calc. Uh, so you know that. Yeah, we, we, I was just gonna. I actually forgot to mention this before, but we actually sort of have. <clears throat> Two ways to combat this. One, one's live at the moment, and that is um, just with our off-chain design, which sort of makes it a bit, um, I guess, like more random at which time, uh, when, when strategies are going to execute. Like um, our execution model is sort of like you want to execute at, you know, date X, and then it actually gets executed, quote, as soon as possible at date X. So it's not like exactly on that date and time, which, you know, that doesn't actually solve the problem completely. Um, but we also have um, another algorithm, which we're going to implement shortly after launch, which will actually um, make it quite difficult to sort of front run and understand like, and, and analyze the the DCA cycles. Um, it, it, should have, it, it should essentially just hide what the, um, the cadences are of the, of um, all the vaults that are on, on calc so that's something we're excited to to launch as well yeah i mean i didn't even know if anybody well i'm sure there is people that would try and do that (laughs) but you know i had no idea if it was really an issue or not it was just something i was daydreaming thinking of during this space figured i'd ask it no absolutely and i think if if there's something that i've learned in software uh that is like you know if if scenario a is possible people will try and do scenario a like you can be absolutely sure of that so yeah it's, it's something we've thought about for sure and yeah definitely coming back to the transparency uh, point in our manifesto is like this is an open thing that we've done quite a bit of thinking about done quite a bit of work on uh, to combat that and you know there's a few things around the randomness and a few other things that um, potentially we won't be as public with for obvious reasons but um yeah it's definitely on the radar to to solve that and then um, you know, beyond, you know, there's the other standard controls in place around slippage, et cetera. And, you know, we're essentially have a product to, to protect the users. Um, so if, if swaps need to be skipped, they will be skipped. And then the, the vault will just be uh, increased by a single, inter- a single interval. Um, and then it will continue on. Julian, you sleeping? No, I'm not. I, I'm, I was just kind of processing everything. I'm definitely curious. Um, like, I guess th- there's just so much happening right now, and we almost skipped a bit of the beginning. Um, like, w- what's uh, Calc launching with, and even Bo? Like, w- what are people going to be able to start out with? Is it just going to be Kuji USK? Um, do people have to bring in a different asset? How- how's that all going to work? Maybe you can open up to talk about Calc, and then Delphi can take care of the Bo side. Um... But yeah, I mean, the way, again, the tech's been built for us to whitelist pairs don't require a new governance proposal. 
um, we can't actually just have them turned on or, or off um, pretty much immediately. So, I mean, technically speaking, we could start off with every single pair um, that we need, but coming back to what we were discussing before and for the ideal experience, um, that will probably be limited to um, likely the, the USDC Kujura, USDC um, Atom, USK Kujura, and, and USK on the other side as well. I think uh, we might even run a promo where you know we can have fee free for any anyone on the USK pair to encourage the the use of USK um, potentially for the first month. Um, but yeah, we're gonna just monitor the situation, take it slow, um, and then from there we can continue to list pairs. We've had a lot of questions beyond. I mean, Kajira has definitely been the top requested, and then Adam, um, the second probably lagging leader behind that. And then we had a few people request, you know, stars or Juno, et cetera. And, you know, we can support anything on Finn and we will support everything on Finn at a particular point in time, uh, but just a matter of getting that formula right to ensuring, you know, an ideal balancing ideal experience for our, our users. And then obviously, um, you know, what pairs we can initially support. Yeah. Nice one, Fab. Um, yeah. It's pretty much the same answer in a lot of ways. Um, so we are going to clearly incentivize pairs that are, um, against USK, and that's not just because we're trying to be, I don't know, greedy or funny. It's because it makes sense, right? So um, clearly Atom, well, clearly Kuji is, is going to be a, a kind of a no-brainer. Um, but if you consider Atom when it comes to the minting of USK, what, what we will achieve with Bo is uh, an incentivization of more use of USK, as well as incentivizing the pairs on, on well, any USK pair that is flowing through Finn, um, because that, that makes sense, right? It's not, it doesn't make sense just for us, it makes sense for the whole ecosystem. So um, there's gonna be a, a, a good feedback loop that happens between incentivization of USK pairs, um, and in particular, Atom and Kuji to begin with. But to be honest, we are going to look to um, initially incentivize basically any USK pair, um, which pretty much goes back to what we're saying now. So what we need to do is build up this um, ecosystem in a, in, a, in a responsible way, but also in a way that can actually attract people to be gaining these assets. So yeah, it's, it's pretty much along the lines of what you guys are thinking as well. Um, and yeah, that's, that, that really is, that really is the game plan for now. And uh, yeah, I, I think it's going to be pretty exciting to kind of see how this all comes together. I know that everyone's very, very excited. They, they, they want, they really want things to just move very fast and, and get cracking, but the the important thing here is USK getting into the market in a responsible way. It's for people like you, you wonderful peeps at Calc, to be able to have a very safe environment for your investors and all the rest of it. So, yeah, these are kind of the things I think like Bo, Calc, and the key protocols that are coming on board. It's 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 just going to be very key that we do this properly. So yeah. We, we are going to look to incentivize USK pairs, of course, um, because that makes sense for everyone in the ecosystem. And beyond that, we will we'll take it from there, much like Fab just said. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, big things coming for Kuji. I think uh, 
it's it's just so cool that all of this is kind of getting done in line with Independence Day and just getting rid of all that bad overhang that it's finally done. So uh, congrats to everyone. That that's just gonna be huge. Um, do want to open the floor for some questions from the audience. Um, Rec gangs in here. I I can't remember if you guys are doing something with calc or am I leaking something? Damn. Okay, I'll just be quiet. Um. But yeah, questions from the audience. Let me know what's up uh, if there's there's something happening, or we can just have a Kuji cast read us uh, something from like a poem or something. That'd be fun too. I guess that's it. PBR. Everyone's quiet. Um. So, Calc, uh, Bo, anything else that is coming to Kujira that you guys want to leak? Looks like we do have a request. If you guys want to speak, do request. I'll let uh, Gas Mask up. Let's see. There's a question. Um, gas mask, you're free to ask. Yeah, this is a follow-up to what uh, Rekt was asking. And, Dove, I, I think you answered it by saying that the vision for Bo was long-term. But I I understood the question, and at least it got me thinking about the incentives and how long were you thinking that the incentives were going to last for the initial Bo um, liquidation? Yeah, no, it's a, it's a good question. So what we're going to do is we are basically going to map the profits from the 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 the, the real market making against the, the the profits from external incentives and uh, we have a bunch of graphs and stuff which we're going to show you guys um well it's going to be on 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 the bow platform <clears throat> and what we are planning to do is show that people can actually participate in 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 this market making and be profitable regardless of tight spreads so um, i'm not sure of the timeline actually but it's not it's definitely not going to be a very very long time um, this is something that we're going to be actually this week we're going to be putting out detailed mediums about so i i, I really i mean i hope i hope you know like we you know we don't we, i don't like to bullshit people but we're busy finalizing our docs at the moment and we're going to put out um, mediums and and detailed analysis of exactly how capital efficient these markets are even without incentives um so yeah the the honest truth is i don't know the timelines for now but i also know that what's interesting is that if you think about it every new project that comes to uh maybe not even kujira um you think about the likes of Atlo launching um, launch pads, where Fin is literally going to be the the first and default place to to launch your token. You're going to start seeing people wanting to incentivize that initial liquidity on the platform. So, yeah, I mean, as I said before, not not some kind of uh, fancy fancy pill you can take, but what we are expecting and hoping is that people are going to incentivize those pairs and then people are going to realize that this is a real thing and that this is what makes the trading experience uh superior and it means that you won't have to have like infinite incentives on these pairs so yeah um I, I, yeah i don't mean to go around the houses on that one but we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put out some some detailed analysis for for all of you and put it on our medium and then show exactly how this can work and how sustainable it can be because we are we are extremely confident in what we've seen so yeah i, I would just say give us a couple of days we're gonna we're gonna put out some detailed articles about it and then 
as I saw with the likes of Atrix, um, it it seems like it can very much be a very very long term solution, even if those APIs come 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 way down, right? Because those big players are more than happy to earn you know three to five percent or whatever the case may be. PBR. Yep. Um, I had a question regarding that. Is there any fear of people, you know, are staking APRs relatively low? Do you have any fear of people unstaking to provide liquidity in there rather than staking, you know, for the network? Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. And I mean, I, I guess we've always had that in Kajira, right? <laughs> because um, here we are offering, well, I don't know what, what it is, 2.8%. And uh, while, while others are, are showering people with gifts. Um, so that makes total sense. But this is kind of the whole point of Kujira, right? It's, it, it's not an easy question to answer and it's not a linear question to answer. It's kind of, it's, it's something that we came out with. It's something that we were bold with. It's something that we thought we're not going to compromise in terms of that kind of, that kind of inflation. It's, it, it, it's to us, it doesn't make sense. But what I will say is that it, 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 this is something that I feel like we all need to do. This isn't because I'm a founder of Kajira. I feel like if we don't participate in this particular exercise, I don't know what else there is, right? The, because if the, the alternative is literal money printing and what every one of our governments are doing. And so right. what I, all I will say to that is that there aren't, there aren't any, there, 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 is, there is no one doing this at the moment. And the reason they're not doing it is because it's easy to do the alternative. And we have one protocol that is launched on, on this platform that every single other one has agreed to some kind of profit sharing in the, in the region of 5 to 10%. So I think we need to look forward to 10, 20, 30 protocols on Kujira that are all doing what we are doing and actually creating a fair financial ecosystem. So I don't, I don't like, I know that sounds a bit airy fairy, but it's kind of important to, to state because imagine, just imagine the 10 or 20 most profitable uh, companies. Like, let's say they were in your little bubble. I know they're not, but let's just say they were, they were in your little, your bubble and they actually did that. Um, things would be much different, right? Like right now you have um, every single CEO of every single big company and every single company taking bigger profits than ever while the world is more fucked than it's ever been. So I just, I just think that the ethos that has shone through this ecosystem it, like, it is not something that I hope people ignore because as soon as all these protocols come on board, the APR rises, you know, we all kind of kick a goal. And that's, I don't know. I don't know how else to explain it. This is something that, that we're working towards and it, it needs to happen. No, I'm, I'm in complete agreement with you. I was just, that was just a question I thought of as we were sitting here talking about it. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, I know most validators and, and most people involved in our ecosystem all can see the future. We're not all looking at next month or you know, two months, three months, whatever, we see where we want to be and we all want to get there. You know, I, I, it was just a question. 
And no, I, no, no. I understand yeah. what you guys are building, and I think it's great. And you know, I'm on board. It's just you know. No, no, dude. It's a, it, it. It is the ultimate question. It's it's a it's a perfect question. Like it that is the only question in a way. If you think about Kujira right now, because it's like, yeah, I I, I would I would hazard that people can see. Uh, the potential. I would hazard that people can see the amazing protocols launching. I would hazard that people can see the ethos, everything that not we are building. Now it's gone a bit beyond us, right? That everyone is building. But I also kind of feel like it is something that requires sort of everyone's input, right? Um, yeah, like I don't want to sound dramatic, but it really is a thing. Like imagine, imagine, for example, we could all go to our governments and say, hey, you know, instead of, you know, just like not blowing all that money on random shit, like can you just share a bit here and there? Kind of feel like that's what we're doing. And, and, and yeah, it's a very, it's, it, it's a tough road. It is because you've got validators that need to be paid. We've got people that need to understand their future. Um, and yeah, it's, it, it, it really is a tough, it's a tough road. It's the hard road. Um, and I don't have any immediate answers to that stuff. Other than that, I, I really hope that we can try and build towards something that can be sustainable, you know, for, for what, the, for what that's worth. Yeah, no, I mean, it's a sacrifice that, is need needs to be made and uh we just need to find the right people that are willing to make it and uh you know i'm on board god gas mask yeah no so i i mean I, I love everything that i'm hearing and thank you for those awesome responses back to kind of jump on that question then so i guess maybe a simple question maybe a simple answer but what do i do moving forward as an investor aside from just looking at my returns with should I stake my Kuji or would it be better to provide some of this liquidity up front? Or do you feel that you have enough liquidity already with some of these um, personal investors you're talking to? What what do I do moving forward with my Kuji that best helps the community? Bo or, or validating? Yeah, it's a good question. So I, I, I would almost say, well, okay, first and foremost, staking secures the network, right? Like that there, there's no there's no other way to put it like we need the stakers to uh, secure the network as as i as i not that i said but as i perhaps alluded to that um the you know the the, the liquidity is incredibly important as well so you know i'm not sure like it, it, if we had a race for people unstaking to supply liquidity um who knows, you know, that like, it, it, I guess at the end of the day, if people aren't going to be like racing to dump their Kuji just for random reasons, um, I, I personally don't, you know, d like don't see a major issue. But at the end of the day, people look at these staking um, stats and figures and they get freaked out by them. So yeah, it's that, that's, that's a, that's an insanely good question. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe half and half. It's it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to say off the cuff. But um, <clears throat> I think that what we'll see is that this will balance itself out, right? Because we know that it's we know that the incentives that will come from a growing ecosystem 
even if, I mean, imagine if like when Kujira staking reaches 5%, for example, that's going to bring in more stakers that are starting to understand this whole concept of uh, all these crashes that have happened, all this drama that has happened. They're going, well, you know, 5% in there. Wow. Like that's amazing because it's decentralized and all the rest of it. So I would probably hazard that the kind of micro actions of people, even if they are helping by, you know, unstaking some and providing liquidity here and then staking more over there. I, I think I would hazard that that, 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 that kind of tends to balance itself out, but it's a very, very, very interesting point to be honest. And yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm sitting here now in my kitchen. I, I don't know. I, I don't know the answer to that. I think obviously having stakers is vital. Having the liquidity is vital. Um, and I just hope that these things will balance in th themselves out. But I think that is a personal choice that you guys need to make um, in terms of, you know, uh, I guess, overarching protocol security versus overarching protocol uh, longevity or, or, or liquidity. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I, I really wish I could just give you like a super straight up answer, but I'm, uh, yeah, I just, yeah, I just can't because it's, it's a very good question and it's something I need to think about. Well, on the finance side of me says, look at the APRs, you know, the, I don't know if the liquidity pools is going to have lockup, you know, just purely from a, a, um, a quantitative stat, that's what I'm going to be looking at. But, you know, looking at the ecosystem, mm -hmm. I, I, I think to your point is, and, and I just wondered from a more of a staking standpoint, I, I'll be able to tell how the liquidity on both is, is working and, and where maybe some of the deficiencies are and can go ahead and make my decision. Um, you know, what I think is best for the community at, at that point, but somebody that's just maybe in it to, you know, try to make some money and things to, you know, they might just go strictly for the liquidity. And maybe that's what we want them to do anyways, to get to your point of providing some incentivizing until they see that, you know, there's some real returns to be made here consistently decentralized. Um, no, that's a really good question. I guess, you know, part of that comes into, you know, what are their initial APRs, but I was just trying to get your, um, personal perspective. Um, and yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I see the dilemma. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. I, I hear you, man. It's, 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 it's really, really good points. And I love the fact that we kind of unpacking these things. Um, I, and I think you, you may have not, not answered it, but kind of slightly in your response, which was amazing. And that I think you're going to get people that are at various, uh, points in, their understanding of maybe liquidity or their, you know, their, their, their viewpoints of maybe just wanting to back a project long-term and park their Kuji somewhere. So I think, I think it's really interesting. And I think, I think that we're going to, we're going to just see these, these various groups of people um, doing what they do to support the Kujira ecosystem. And I think that's kind of all I want to say. I think, you, you know, you're going to get, like, I mean, you sound like you really are clued up, right? Um, and you might decide that as your strategy, you're going to provide liquidity here and you're going to stake a little bit there. Um, what we've seen so far has been very healthy in terms of the staker uptake, regardless of the APR. Um, and I think that it won't be a bad thing if other people come along with superior knowledge like yourself 
um, of various strategies and then think, you know what, I'm actually going to provide liquidity here and farm over there. So I guess my point is that I think it's going to be a case of people just moving naturally in an ecosystem and, and, and just, you know, moving their funds around the way they see fits. And I think if there's any like major discrepancy that comes along, there's always stuff that we could introduce and I guess funnel in certain ways in a natural way. But yeah, man, um, awesome, awesome points. And I mean, this is almost one for, for another, another chat because it'd be great to kind of hash out. I mean, one well, thing. I appreciate your honest answer on that. And um, I think that's part of the beauty of the Kajira ecosystem is, you know, we're not even talking about the Orca module or, or those other things. So, um, no, awesome. Appreciate your honesty. Thanks, mate. Great to chat, man. Yeah, I mean, one thing to think about also still with staking, if you are a fan of, you know, across Cosmos, you're still getting that basket of assets um, as staking awards. That's something to think about also as the as the ecosystem grows, as everything grows. But uh Amir, you got a question? Yes. Hi everyone. Um excuse me, I hopped in kind of late, so I maybe these questions were already addressed. It was about uh calc. I've um I've seen your your demo on the Red Gang Discord and I think your your project is very very um very useful and well-rounded. So I just had a question, maybe um, in what way will you make your your business sustainable? Like, is there going to be by fees or maybe like, um, uh, that's a, that's one question. I don't know if it was addressed already. And uh, and another question is, uh, I'll, I'll tell you later once you answered it. Okay, fantastic. Well, yeah, I think, again, this is the, the exact grown up conversation to have. And again, I think it's great to hash this out. So as a team, you know, we sat down early, you know, being aligned from an ethos perspective of sustainability and that grown-up DeFi side. And, you know, we wanted to say, <clears throat> can we actually deliver a product um, that can be around for a long time? And, you know, obviously funding is a very important part of that. We didn't want to start off with a big token race and then, you know, just purely rely on speculative um, investment factor or, you know, early investors to only get dumped on to the future. So, you know, we took the approach of one, can we deliver value? And that's kind of the human centered design approach we took. And then two, do we earn the right to charge for that value? Right. I think it was on a, an, actually maybe another Kajira space where you talk about when people say, is it too expensive or is it too cheap? It's more about, you know, how much value are you actually delivering? Is it enough value? So that was something very close in, in the balance that we were trying to weigh up to say, okay, What's the right amount of fees that we could charge to ensure that, you know, the protocol can have a sustained growth? Because obviously at the moment, you know, for the community fund, we only took enough to essentially cover costs. The team itself is not being paid for this, um, you know, and obviously that's not going to be a long-term solution. And I think we've seen before with other protocols, I mean, for, it was for a different case, but for example, Mirror on Terra, after the developer sort of stepped away from legal reasons, we sort of saw that kind of dwindle away and we don't want the same thing to happen with calc we want to be around for a long time so the short answer to your question is there will be fees to use the dca in and out vaults um, but again these fees are quite low i guess and we've tested it with quite a quite a quite a fair amount of people um, and i think you know reading through all the feedback i'd say 99 percent of people say you know they're very fair they're on track they're needed um, they understand the reason behind that and you know, again, this comes back to transparency. We're not here trying to make you know millions and millions of dollars and then sort of exit. 
we just want to ensure that Kelp Protocol can have enough funds to, you know, continuously grow without having to do, you know, this giant token raise up front and not even know if the product will deliver value or if users will use it in the end of the day. You know, we want to ensure that there's some deterministic value behind it. And then that gives us the green light to say, okay, this is something worth properly investing um, time in for a very long time. Um, and then, you know, we can either look to do a raise post that or we can continue on the same path. I mean, a lot of these discussions are still up in the air. But I hope that answers your question. Yes, perfectly. Thank you very much. And yeah, we agree that for you to be sustainable, you have no other option than to have these. I think, I think it's quite clear. So the the second question I had was, um, I think there's a, a private test net right now. Uh, I imagine you don't want to get ahead of yourself and uh, and announce a date. But is is um, maybe a little time frame? You know, like uh, and how how long will the public be able to um, to access this? Yeah, fantastic. Thirty six hours, I'd say. Maybe it's thirty five hours and sixteen minutes. Um, we'll be going live. So we did announce that last night and, you know, the team, we're super excited. We're super stoked to, to offer this. And while it's still version, you know, one or version 0.1 or 1.01, you know, this really sets the foundation for a lot of really exciting things we can do. Um, and, you know, to come back to that exciting roadmap that we didn't really touch on that much in this call, um, but we will be a little bit more vocal with it post-launch. We'll release a media article. You know, there's a lot of really cool partnerships to come. There's a lot of really cool products to come uh, and a lot of really cool integrations to come as well. And, you know, you know, tackling things like, you know, different automations into strategies of your preference. But then there's the other side of like, how can we bring in liquidity? Um, you know, is there a way to go outside of even Cosmos um, beyond the on and off ramp? Um, so, yeah, 30, 35 hours and 15 minutes. I think you'll be able to use it live in production. We will post actually on our... Um, Telegram channel likely first before we technically announce it on Twitter. So either keep the notifications on on Twitter or jump on the Telegram channel and get maybe two or three hours potentially uh, access first. Great. Well, I'll see see you Wednesday around five five o'clock my time. Fantastic. Exciting, exciting stuff. It's getting closer, closer every day. Um, any last questions from the audience? I know Sergeant Kuji came up and he dropped down. Um, yeah, if we get some more questions, we are getting close to the two-hour mark. Thanks so much for everyone that came out. Calc, I know you guys uh, are on the other side of the pond. We we try to do this. It's also getting late for, for the Kuji team, Dove, everyone there. Um, yeah, so it's kind of the time difference has been difficult for everyone. So thanks. Thank you guys for making the time coming out. Um, well, I'm in the States. Hard. Appreciate this time that you guys worked perfect for me. So thank you. Yeah, go for it. Um, maybe I'm remembering incorrectly, but I kind of recall something about like Kata integration uh, for Calc. So you could directly on-ramp. Is that something that's still on the table for a bit later down the road? Yeah, definitely. So again, a really great question. And I think this comes back to what, what Dove was touching on before is that, you know, Calc in itself isn't just purely a product to remain insular on chain. Um, we very much will be servicing a wider audience. And, you know, that's also our goal is to bring a lot of external capital into Kajura. And, you know, in my, you know, in the vision of like our North Star, you know, it'd be amazing that Calc is the go-to place to onboard for people's first experiences into crypto, into the Kajura blockchain, you know, and, you know, bringing people into this blockchain that's more sustainable. You know, it's not like a, 
you know, getting a bad reputation like a Binance smart chain and a lot of rugs. You know, it's a permission chain so we can take a sustainable approach and then you know, a certain level of trust that is the first experience a lot of people will have with blockchain. They know that they can trust and use these protocols, that the yield's actually coming from somewhere, you know, is sustainable. So we had tried to work in the Kato integration for MVP launch, but uh, on the level of integration we're doing, it wasn't technically possible until the general message passing module was completed by the Axer team, which is currently in testnet. Um, but we've been having, having quite a few chats with Kato, and um, that should be going live. The general message passing module should be going live, I'm assuming, in the next few weeks. And once that's completed, then the integration you'll see between Kato and Kelk, I think, will be um, hopefully, you know, we'll set the standard in terms of how you can integrate in with on and off ramps. Um, so even pushing a few things forward, like obviously Kato doesn't support reoccurring payments. And for long term strategies, you know, people don't really want to have to on ramp or remember to on ramp capital into a, a vault. So they'll be working on the reoccurring payment side as soon as that's supported as well. We'll, we'll develop uh, our integration. And essentially, the, the, the North Star is to get to a place where you can set it up 10, 15 minutes. And honestly, you can come back next bull run in whatever years, if that's your style. And then, you know, having it all taken care of for you. You, know, you don't need to lift a finger. It's truly set and forget. Um, so we can take that, use Kajura, comes from your bank account directly onto the smart contracts. And account that automatically executes for you. Then, you know, we can auto automatically stake it for you if you like, if that's your automation of choice. You know, you're you're earning that staking revenue on top of the asset you're accumulating. Um, and then, of course, you can go back and back test and you can see your performance over time, et cetera. So they're all the tools that we'd like to get to in the North Star. And you know, they'll be coming the version after uh, our MVP launch in, in 35 and a bit hours. Very exciting uh, stuff. Thanks for the answer. Great. Hope that was covered. Uh, Fab, you just sparked my... Uh... You mentioned Axelar general message passing cross-chain. Can you dive into why you guys need general message passing for Cato? Can do. I don't know, Aiden, if you want to you take that one. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, yes, I guess like a high level, um, we're talking about moving some assets um, triggered from some external source to, to move from somewhere on Cosmos into a Calc Vault. Um, so that means... Cardo need to be able to um, submit a, a message on the Cosmos. I mean, in, in Kajira, they need to be able to send a message within Kajira. So general message passing will allow them to, to do that from, you know, an, an Ethereum-based chain. They can submit a message. Um, it will get dispatched on, on Kajira. Um, and then Kajira, it will find its way to our app with the funds. Um, and then whatever extra metadata that um, our contract needs. Um, yeah. So that's what that's what it's needed for. I don't know if that answered your question. Um, I guess uh, I I'm just want to see how you guys are implementing the cross chain side with Kato and stuff. Because Kato, if I'm not mistaken, is native on Kujira. But from what this sounds like, is that you guys are buying native assets elsewhere with Calc. So are you guys kind of omnichain uh, DCAing? So does that mean I can get native ETH, or am I just leaking too much or getting a little too excited? I think for now, of course, everything to be supported on Finn. Um, it is our home at the moment. Um, but yeah, I mean, there are some conversations for bridging EVM capital into Kajura. Um, there is a particular project um, that does that, which we haven't talked in too much depth with. And potentially, actually, we might just park this for an announcement into the future. All right. So it's still kind of being 
settled on Kujira. Everyone's kind of buying on Kujira, but you're looking into non-native capital being bridged over. Um, that definitely sounds interesting. I'm curious why you did choose to go with uh, Axelar over, anyways, I could go down that road, but uh, there's a couple other, you know, general message passing solutions and all that stuff. So definitely curious to see what you guys have going there. General message passing is something I do love on chain, cross chain, all the fun stuff. Um, yeah, is there yeah, any other questions or did you guys want to kind of answer or say anything on that? No, I was gonna say absolutely. I think that you know, from a team perspective, we've been heads down focusing on number one priorities, uh, getting MVP out, getting the this product up and cleaned up so it can really deliver, and then we'll go back and revisit the the general message passing stuff. But I think that shouldn't be too far off the block. Hopefully, only a few weeks, um, and then we can kick that off. I think uh, from a team, and we'll, this will probably set up to the community what the interest levels are of either integrating the on and off ramp um, a lot quicker or focusing on you know potentially bridging IBC assets um, around. So we'll probably put that, you know, that question out to the Calc Strategy DAO and then to the wider community. And you know, it can be governed by, you know, what do people prefer? What do you want to see? So stay tuned for that. And um, when we launch, when we announce our roadmap, I think we'll give a lot of clarity as well. Awesome, thanks for that. Um, Gas Mask, you had another question comment? Yeah, quick question uh, for Calc. So, you know, I'm sitting on some atoms that I'm earning what do I do? Do I, I move them to the Kujira ecosystem and then the Calc um, protocol will be able to read what's in my, my Kuj wallet or do I move them directly to, to, to Calc or do I even change them to a different asset? Yeah, so for, again, for the MVP launch, we'll support everything on Kujira. So we'll need to start on Kujira blockchain, but um, our phase two will be tackling the IBC. So how can we start bridging those native assets into the Kujira ecosystem? Um, and then vice versa, if you did want to auto stake those assets, um, it would have to be staked on the native chain. So exploring what that looks like as well. Um, so for now, I mean, depending if you're interested in accumulating, um, if the time, if you think now is a good time to accumulate, then I'd say come with stable coins, USK or actually USDC on Kajura. Um, and then vice versa, if you think it would be a good time to take profit, then you could bring those native assets to Kajura um, for at least MVP launch. And then you could set a dollar cost averaging out strategy as well. And I'll be able to pick my strategy between what I purchase and then where that goes. So I could put some of that to staking, some of that to um, the bow. Yes. So this is where things, and I think this is where things are going to come quite clear when you get to use the first version of Calc. Um, you know, it's really composability is sort of baked in at the heart of it. So obviously Bo is not live yet and a few other things need to be pushed. Um, and for this first version, we'll only be supporting auto staking for Kajura, um, but it won't be too long after our go live that we can actually start to support a few extra things. And, um, you know, we also wanted to give optionality and choice. So you know, you can think about some exciting things you might be able to do is, you know, a simple thing is you might want to take profits and send it to a different wallet address, right? And that could be quite basic. As you know, on Blue, for example, it supports multiple um, wallet addresses. You can send X funds per percentage, which is a great feature. You know, that could also be used into Calc. But then you can start thinking about things a little bit, maybe step two or level two, where, you know, what if I want to take profit on something and then send my funds to another smart contract and then something happens there, right? And it becomes this very, you know, user-friendly perspective and way to sort of, you know, it's kind of like a Zapier type integration where you can start setting up things that you want to see. And um, 
a lot, this is kind of where the next phase of our of Kelk moves to, but there's a lot of really exciting things that you can then start to do with those assets. Um, so when you focus around a long-term strategy around accumulation or a long-term strategy around taking profit, that you can start moving those assets around where it really becomes set and forget. You don't have to think about a thing. You set it up, you can track it, it can move to a different strategy. I mean, Aiden touched on yield moss before. So, you know, you might want to auto compound and auto stake a particular asset, um, again, using offset. You know, that potentially could be an option um, or move it into bow that might be an option auto stake in kajura and you can actually choose your own validators um, i mean for the first release you can only choose one but uh, you could do it from the smart contract level if, if you can at the moment for mvp but we'll update the the ui to you know support different validators etc to auto stake with so a lot of these really cool options that you can start thinking of is like if you're long on an asset um, or you're trying to take profit in an asset what are the what what enables you to do more? Um, and we're going to open up that world um, within Kajura and, and IBC. And then, you know, we'll get to a point where, you know, potentially even EVM. It's fascinating. Thank you. So, Mary, you had a question. Uh, go ahead. Yes. yes, please. Another question for, well, well, actually, maybe for Kajura also. Is there a, a privacy aspect like uh, looking, um, being looked into? But the fact, the private, privacy factor, obviously, blockchain is kind of, um, very public. So, is is there going to be able to um, to have a privacy feature on 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 both of your platforms? I can maybe potentially start with that. Um, so, we haven't for the MVP version. We we won't have anything available. Um, we did actually have a few people request for that, and it is definitely something on the backlog to investigate. And when we were at Cosmos, we did um, have a chat to the um, tour from the Secret Network. Uh, and there's some cool, exciting things we could do from an IPC perspective around bridging that over from secret. And then, you know, that could, you know, inform the swaps. And then, you know, that could be sent back in this sort of wrapped version. And then that does layer, that does add a, a layer of privacy that we can look into. But for MVP, um, in 36 hours, 35 and a half hours, that won't be available. But if it's something the community wants, we're com community governed. So let us know, jump in the Telegram chat, and we can start those conversations and, and move that forward. Yeah, cheers, Fab. Um, I think that is definitely a wider conversation and probably another one uh, for, for, for Zulian and PBR. Um, maybe we could have another chat around this. <clears throat> so speaking pretty frankly, um, privacy has been come down like super, super hard. Um, I don't want to say for obvious reasons. I just want to say for reasons uh, that are reasons, right? Uh the, the the powers that be um coming down on everyone so as the as the layer one in this in this in this conversation um we are really trying to be safe as, as i mean uh, it's going to sound boring right i mean it, it'll put people to sleep yeah it'll like um safe sustainable blah 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 all these boring words that can um, send your kids to sleep at a bedtime story. But um, these are things that are pretty important to us, right? And unfortunately, um, privacy is one of those things, right? It's it, it's being nestled in the same realm as using your own token as collateral and all of these things, which we are um, trying to be very careful about. We love the secret network. You know, we love all these projects. We, we love the the concepts of privacy but unfortunately in terms of us being the layer one like being 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 where we're at 
we've just we just have to try and be um, conscious of what is going on in the wider markets. And that's not to say we're bowing down to anyone or we're doing anything, but yeah, it's a it's a great um, topic, Amir. And um, yeah, it's definitely something that we speak tons about um, as a team. And we we you know we want to we want to figure something out, but we also don't want to. Can you imagine? Go okay. Here's a kind of blanket layer of sort of um, privacy. Privacy is great, right? But you know what I mean in in inverted commas. Uh, privacy that that we sweep across the network, um, and then we we get looked at as this kind of um, sort of bad actor. So yeah, it's a very good it's a very good topic, and as I say, it kind of blends into this whole concept of using your your you know your tokens as collateral, which suddenly the powers that be have deemed a bad thing. To be honest, we we kind of tend to agree with that, but what I'm using it as a point a, a point of conversation when it comes towards how we can approach this stuff. So yeah, I think Amir, I think we need to have um, further conversations around that as a blockchain, um, as Kujira, because that will directly impact not only us as a, as a, as a layer one project, but all the um, protocols launching on us. So yeah, definitely no straight answer for that. We are trying to watch what's going on, trying to just make sure that we can, remain safe and sound. Um, and I hope that's enough of an answer. Oh, no, that, that's perfect. I wasn't expecting for this like to be in a 35 hours and 15 minutes, but yeah, just like a cab guys, but yeah, something to keep in the back of, back of your head, you know, for the future. Definitely. Yeah, mate. absolutely. I appreciate it, Amir. We just need payments built into the Kuji wallet. We can buy and pay bills and whatever right from it that is uh enough um privacy for me yeah that's a good point pbr and like that's yeah i mean we've we've spoken at length about that and that's definitely where we headed um so yeah that's that that, that is basically i mean if the, if the kajira ecosystem is built built on the on the blocks of the likes of kelp on the likes of bow liquidity coming in on the likes of um, a safe stable coin on the likes of li- um, collateral being handled responsibly, liquidations being handled when they need to, because that's what needs to happen. Um, yeah, that is literally what 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 this whole ecosystem should be striving towards is ultimately um, every single player in the game is providing what you could consider like a, a safe bank. Um, which has probably never existed, <laughs> and then um, and then tools that allow people to to move freely. So yeah, that is definitely um, literally our, our north star as a as a protocol. And uh, yeah. All right, Zulian, what are you thinking? You want to wrap this up? Uh, Calc, you guys want to do some last words? I think last guy... words sounds so eerie. First yeah, words before say. uh before launch. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, look, first off, just a thank you, a huge thank you. Um, yeah, to the whole Kajira community for hosting this Twitter space for all the support and the lead up. You know, we've been working heads down to deliver the best product we know how. Um, and like I said, we plan around being for a very long time. Um, all we can ask is come down, check it out, and if the feedback we've had up into private testnet is anything to go by, 
we're, we're fairly confident that you'll like the experience, you'll like the product. Um, and yeah, a lot more steps to come, but yeah, we've got uh, some exciting plans in the future. Bravo, bravo. Um, excited to see all that. So uh, anyone on this spaces, you guys can hop on on uh, Wednesday, depending on where you are in the world. And uh, yeah, tackle that. If, if it is uh, just a little better than what I got to experience a couple months ago and that initial uh, user testing you guys did, it's going to be an incredible app. So I'm, I'm super excited to play around with it, hop on with you guys. Uh, so definitely check Calc out, uh, follow them on uh, Twitter. Are you guys posting updates there? You guys are actually. Oh, well, saying. Yeah. So definitely keep up with uh, Calc, um, Telegram, Twitter. They do have their own channel on Discord as well, I believe. Uh, I don't, I believe, yeah, you guys have your own channel. I don't think you guys have your own uh, Discord set up though. That's um, correct. There you go. So the- yeah, follow Calc. Yeah, the main point. Yeah, no, the main point would be jump on Telegram. We're super community orientated. Um, come down, get involved, have a chat. Um, even if you just want to listen in, we we strongly encourage it. Um, as mentioned before, you know we're built by the community for the community. Uh, so come get involved, and then yeah, just as a final thank you to Team Kajera for pushing that grown up DeFi ethos forward and sustainability. You know we're very much aligned, and we're excited for uh, a bright future on Kajera. Epic. Thanks, guys. W- one last note from me. Uh, yeah, of course. Thank you to the to the cult guys. Love you guys so much. Um, wrecked guys, you're fantastic. And just one more um, shout out to Finn from Terra Spaces. If anyone has any um, contacts, just in terms of you know helping getting funding, it's very important. You know, um, guys putting in like super hard work. And it's it's not for free, so yeah. Let's let's kind of just try and spread the word to get these um, spaces out as much as we can because it's um, it's really important. Um, it's hard work, you know. It's late work. It's it's like not you know you don't sleep, all the rest of it. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to mention that as well. Yeah. On that note, I'm gonna go to sleep. And uh, thank you very much, everyone. Don't give Thanks for staying up. Don't give him a big head. He doesn't need help. Fade on Bell. Finn gets carried away sometimes if you praise him too much. So just uh, definitely go donate. But he, he's not that great. He was only on like three spaces at the same time right now. He yeah. was recording us and I think Doquan was on another one and so on. So thanks. Yeah, the, there were only a few other smaller ones at this time. So that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, yeah so th- thanks everyone for joining here um the recording will be posted later it was recorded so you can just listen on twitter otherwise the final recording will be posted later i uh, believe kujidao is still doing the um, translations or the writing of uh, all of these or final notes write down of everything that was said um again go check out calc check out jira um you guys already are here so and doing half the work. So thanks, guys. Thanks for joining today. Go, Manicure. And I'll just shill. If anyone is in Vancouver, I'm going to go speak at uh, UBC later on uh, representing Kujira at a DeFi panel. So anyone wants to go watch that. Yeah, boy. Let's go. All right, guys. Take care. Have a good evening. Cheers, guys. Bye. Ciao. 
Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the Kajira Community Call number 6, hosted by Zulian. Recorded on Monday, November 14th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. Put your hands up like you got a couple questions Ain't no misdirection, just a bunch of flexing All aggressive, insane from all directions Smoke blows in when I start a session Plank canvas, blaze up the handlers Rocking back and forth like I got the van stuck Don't grind the clutch, mind your hush Put your mask on and don't touch the antlers Feeling untouchable when I'm on the verse But in the universe, I'm just writing some words Enticing these nerds while I'm laying out my memoirs Like, remember when I had to fight the centaur? I'm a book nerd, let me take you on the journey Lost in the labyrinth, searching out the lost fern For certain, got the taxes included Acting like a writer, never felt secluded Shit and line them up Just another fixed game of try my luck Go lighten up dog. it could always be worse Unless you're in the back of a hearse Then you're dead or putting in new speakers It's a toss up, driver or just tweakers Don't stress yo, I've done the research Living life like a bunch of fucking lemurs It's a remake, off the cutting floor We take a little bit of poison and put it in the cheesecake Tastes great, less filling Less stress, more killing As he blew the cornerstone out the building And the box came tumbling down all humble Feels like we're drowning in a little puddle Rebuttal, I should be taking off in the shuttle Getting high in space with the Hubble